Hello and welcome to a very special Valentine's Day episode of The Private Record. This is episode four, and like we've been trying to do, we've been trying to make sure we release these in the right order so everyone gets a proper idea of the spectrum of the kinds of stories that we're going to have here on The Private Record and the kinds of guests as well. Um, and this one, uh, as I said, is a Valentine's Day special. It is... I suppose you could call it a love story, but I don't know if that's the right way to file it away. It's more, well, Bobby, Bobby, our guest, Bobby is quite the character, as you will soon see. Uh, he, he describes it as the ultimate catfish, but it's not exactly a catfish. It's not exactly the right term to use, which is no surprise, because as you will see, no offense, Bobby. Bobby, I know you're watching this, but... Um, when Bobby came on, I don't know if he was like nervous to tell the story. He says it's been a while, so he was a little foggy on the details, and there's a lot of hemming and hawing, which I personally think makes him telling the story even funnier. He, he's, he's got such a way about him, and again, no offense, Bobby, but it's, it's not quite bumbling, but you can really kind of see how, even just through the way he's being in the interview, you can see how he got fooled and lied to so tremendously. I mean, it is like a titanic. The reason he calls it the ultimate catfish is because he literally bought into like the biggest, boldest, most ridiculous lies uh, that anyone's ever been fed. And he just buys it the whole way. And I mean, as I'm sure you can see during the episode, <laughs> my producer off screen and I on screen are laughing increasingly as the story goes because it's it just gets more and more and more absurd and at a certain point i found myself trying to like stifle my laughter a little bit because I, I it's not that i didn't want bobby to know i was laughing he's laughing too as he tells the story trust me he understands how absurd it is but it's like when someone's telling you about the stupid things they've done you don't want to always laugh in their face every single time but that's for you guys to do you guys can laugh every single time uh but Really, that's part of Bobby's charm, I think. And that's part of why you guys are going to like him. It's part of why I liked him so much. When I read his submission, it was, first of all, it was so long. You guys don't need to send in submissions that are like as long as Moby Dick, okay? But his was so long. And as I read it, I just kept thinking, this guy, and I think I even say this to him during the interview, this guy sounds like the biggest idiot in history. He sounds like such a rube. Like, how could you believe these things? But Bobby did believe them, as you will soon find out. Um, and there's something particular about this specific interview with Bobby. The way Bobby tells this story, uh, some of these were recorded a while ago, so I end up having to rewatch them, like even weeks, sometimes even months later. And Bobby's, for some reason, I had forgotten a little bit about it. And when I rewatched it, I was like giddy with excitement about the prospect of getting it out and specifically getting it out on Valentine's Day because of the way it sort of fits in with romance and relationships and these kinds of things. But there's a way Bobby tells the story that is so real and so honest and so much in line with why I think this show is so special and can be so special because there's just something about the way someone is telling a story about a thing that happened to them as they're remembering it, things coming to them as they're speaking, people kind of going back and filling in details, then jumping forward and, and sort of like 
it's just, it's just, it's, it's why I love to listen to people tell me stories. It's just, you really see them being alive in the moment, sharing something with you. And now I get to share it with all of you, uh, which is again, the point of the show. So I'm really, really excited about this episode. Happy Valentine's day. This one's for all the lovers out there. I hope you really, really enjoy it. Um, yeah, if you want to be a guest on the show, of course, go to theprivaterecord.com and submit yourself and your story. Uh, we are very much looking forward to hearing from you. And of course, follow us at all socials, at The Private Record, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. And of course, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, at The Private Record. And that's it. Have a great Valentine's Day. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. And if you don't have a Valentine, be mine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Yeah, sounds good then. Yeah, the uh, way we usually do this, I'll ask you to introduce yourself, give us like the headline or genre of your story, and then we'll just get right into it. Okay, yeah. So I, I guess like the headline would be maybe like the ultimate catfish. I, I don't know. Just I got totally hoodwinked by a girl. So. Dude, I mean, I'm actually going to make sure when the episode starts, it's going to start on your words, just like, I don't know, the ultimate catfish, because... If I heard that at the top of any recording, I'd be like, I'm listening to this whole fucking thing. Uh, but yeah, welcome to The Private Record. What is your name, though, too, if you don't mind sharing that with us? Yeah, my name's, my name's Bobby Rogers. Amazing. Okay, thank you, Bobby. Uh, tell, us, tell us now about your ultimate catfish story, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with kind of my history, um, just to kind of give you a little bit of preface and what I went into this situation, how I went into this situation. So I was with somebody for about a year, 2018 to 2019, great relationship, great person. And unfortunately, uh, she passed away in a car accident. Oh my God, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and I'm not saying that for pity. I'm just, it's uh, kind of, it'll, it'll play itself later on in the, in the story, but yeah. Um, context. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's important context. Okay. Yeah. So I went about after that happened, I just took a year off from talking to yeah. any girls, yeah. just take care of my shit, you know, kind of deal with the feelings I was dealing with, went, put myself in, in therapy, blah, 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 you know, and just took some time. So after about a year, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to kind of at least, um, you know, just talk to people, you know, kind of just, get back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, um, during that year time, I, I was living about 45 minutes away from like where all my friends were at and stuff. So I ended up selling my house, moved in with a family friend and I was just renting, mm-hmm. um, kind of figuring out my next move, kind of just, again, just working on myself. So mm-hmm. after a year, yeah, I, I was like trying to look, I wasn't like actively looking, I guess, but this girl had who I knew she went to my high school. Actually, I didn't know her that well. Cause I only went to my high school for just over a year mm-hmm. and I, I moved to Michigan from out of state. Um, so I, yeah, I, I knew who she was, but she was a few years younger than me and I more or less just knew she existed, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, she kind of slid into my DMS on, on Instagram, you know, that, that, that thing. And then we got to chatting a little bit and then I was like, you know, I'll try hanging out with her. So I hung out with her and, um, she had told me that she was previously married. She had a kid 
And I was like, cool. Like I've never been married, but I have a kid. My daughter at the time was 13. She's mm. almost 16 now. Cool. Um, and so I was like, cool. Um, and we hung out, but honestly, after the first like few weeks, there was just something not right about her. Like it's hard to describe. And, and, and also I should say like, I've spent the last almost three years trying to eliminate this entire experience out of my memory. So it's funny. Like I was like, you know what, I'm going to submit this. I probably won't get picked, right. but and then I got the email and then all of a sudden I'm like having flashbacks and I'm trying to remember <laughs> the story. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like taking a shower last night, kind of thinking about like what I'm like, just pre preparing my mind. Mm. And I was like, Oh yeah, this happened. Right. Oh yeah, that happened. It's yeah. like, wow. So anyways, back to it. Yeah. So we're hanging out and again, she's just really weird mannerisms. Like she's, I could tell she's got really, she's really insecure, mm. but she, she tried to hide it with, um, I guess like an inflated ego or like narcissism or, you know, just, it was really weird. You could, she, she tried to act like she had everything figured out. Mm. Like she knew all the answers and, um, it was just weird. And then, um, we, we like an idiot sneaking with my dick, we ended up hooking up mm -hmm. and didn't wear protection. And granted, I didn't like, I pulled out, but mm -hmm. I guess anything can happen. So anything can happen. We do. We have heard <laughs> enough stories to know that anything is possible. Uh, I think some of us might be seeing where this is going as of now. But before we <laughs> go a little further, I want to talk a little bit more yeah. about you say, and I understand you say it's hard to explain, but like, obviously this is a, a revisionist because it's hindsight's twenty twenty. But at the yeah. time, you're saying like things. She's a little bit weird or like what is it just like the inflated ego thing or is she acting weird is she telling like is she lying is she just kind of being strange what's going on yeah you could tell she would lie mm. about things that i didn't even care about mm. and she would say contradicting things and and this is going to sound petty this is going to sound petty right now, mm -hmm. but for me, I'm like picking up these little red flags. Yeah. So it's more yeah. or less like these little things that are building, stacking up on top of one each other, of, of one another. Right. And for example, like we're in the car listening to music and I turned on a song and I was like, oh, I was like, this song is cool. I found it. Listen to the other. And she's like, oh, I, I hate this. I hate this kind of music. It's trash. And it's like kind of like your modern, like 2020s, like hip hop, a lot of it's mm -hmm. trash, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, and I was like, okay. And, and then she turned on like, the next day she turned on a song. It was like maybe by the exact same artist. I don't know. It was like the same thing. And I'm like, I thought you said you hated this kind of music. And oh, and she like didn't know what to, I don't, she always had an answer uh, to like validate what she had said, mm -hmm. but just little things like that. She, um, and, and we're going to get into like the red flags. Right, right, right. Some so of she's stuff, just like but, a weird person, but not like. It's not like she's like scaring you or anything. It's just like she's doing weird stuff. Yeah. 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 And like her, her um, background was just seemed just really sketchy. Mm -hmm. So she told me she was adopted mm -hmm. and she found, told me that, which I found actually was true. She wasn't uh, in fact adopted, mm -hmm. but she told me that her, she found um, her biological parents and it was this extremely wealthy family from Miami. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, Arnold's son, the one, the one he had with his, the affair with his maid. Right. She's like, that's, he's dating my biological sister. And I was like, okay. okay yeah. Like I, 
guy care and that like that's a weird what a weird flex that's like, the weirdest <laughs> flex ever you know arnold's illegitimate son he's yeah. dating my sister biological yeah. sister yeah yeah super weird and and you know telling me that how as a child so she grew up with her biological parents so she said like she was six or mm. something until they got decided they couldn't weren't cut to be parents or whatever and she said how they were drug addicts how she remembers going into like trap houses to get drugs for them because they were like because they asked her to go in and get them and i'm like okay that's seems odd they're wealthy like well that's so odd yeah yeah yeah. well she said she said that was back in the day and then after after they put her up for adoption they eventually got their shit together opened up a restaurant and um yeah became very wealthy but honestly at this point like she showed me these people on instagram but I found out at, at some point, like everything she would show me, unless I could see that it was an actual picture of her is like fab. It's like pulled pictures. Like she, she, she's created like multiple, uh, social media profiles and stuff. Like she's intricate. Like she's deep. In, okay. Into this, all right. Well, into we're going to get into that. We're going to get into all that. But so you, let's get back to you pulled out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And first time and she starts crying okay. and I'm like, not the desired effect. Is, yeah. Not the desired effect. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so it was just weird. I didn't know what to say to know what to do. And I was like, okay, this is weird. This is just, again, I'm coming from a place where I am looking for something healthy. I'm not even looking for anything serious mm-hmm. necessarily, mm-hmm. necessarily, but definitely it's gotta be healthy. Yeah. And so I told her, you know what? Like, I think like, cool girl i was like you're a cool girl but we should just be friends Mm -hmm. like i i think we're kind of just at different places so she's like okay whatever and she just always had an attitude like when i say when you ask me like what were some of the weirdness she just always had an attitude about everything Mm -hmm. everything like she tried to turn everything into a fight Mm -hmm. things that i wasn't even like fighting i didn't even have like a stance yeah right yeah weird um so that happened and a few days later I'm at work and she texts me and she said, Hey, when did, what, what was the date that we had sex? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just, I just like immediately felt my heart. Drop. Yeah, I was I'm just like, going to say I, no. that, que- that line, like that question is just like your heart just drops out of your feet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. It, so I, I told her and I was like, it was like not that long ago. I don't know why you're asking yeah, me. Right, like, yeah. This is a, this is a couple days. Right. And um, she's like, oh, n- nothing, not a big deal. I just, I missed my period, something like that. Like, so, so I'm like, okay. And, and, <laughs> and so, but even then I'm like a little skeptical because, okay, granted, I do have a daughter. Now that was in high school. That was me learning to have sex. I'm at this point, 31 years old. Like, again, anything could happen, but I was very confident that sure, I didn't yeah. bust it. So, I don't know. It was weird. So I had this camping trip planned with a friend like the next weekend, like maybe two weekends from that. And she calls me and she's like, so I talked to my daughter and again, just red flags going off through this entire process. She's like, I talked to my doctor and my doctor's like, um, Valerie, Valerie, you know, your body, do you think you're pregnant? You know, you're pregnant. This, like, this is what she's telling me. That's the not conversation. what doctors say. And I exactly my exactly. And I was like, that 
is so unprofessional for yeah. if that actually happened, that's so unprofessional for a doctor yeah. to say that. I was like, that's, that's bogus. It's crazy. And yeah. Crazy. So she's like, well, I got my, I got my blood work done and I didn't know that there, this was even a thing, but there's a blood test you can do to test your HCG levels. I, that's like what a, is, some kind of, what is that HCG? I think it's some kind of hormone in, in blood that when they're to a certain, when they're, the levels are drop or are above or below a certain point. It means you're pregnant. You're, pregnant. you're producing yeah. the things that your body produces when you're pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so she worked at a record retrieval place. They handle legal and medical documents mm -hmm. for a turn for, for legal offices. Mm -hmm. So she sends me a, um, screenshot of an HCG level test. It's got her name on it. Mm -hmm. It's got, her um, birth date on it. It's got the date of the test. It's got the HCG level. And I Googled it and it's like, yeah, that's, that means you're pregnant. And I called her and I'm at, I'm on this camping trip and with my friends and she's like, Bobby, I'm pregnant. And I'm mm. like, Fuck. so I'm like, all right, well, I was like, I, I didn't expect this. I didn't plan this, but there's nothing to do other than the, you know, like fate, you know, all my responsibilities and, and take care of it. So, all right, we're doing this, I guess. So, so, so hold on a second. So mm -hmm. you immediately, do you have a conversation? Is there no conversation about whether or not she's going to have it? It's just, I'm pregnant and I'm having this child and you're the father. And, and then, then, then you say, as one must or should at the very least, uh, in your situation, you're saying, okay, this is, you know, my actions, I'm responsible for them. Uh, I'm going to be this child's father. Now, I have a question though. You know that she's crazy. Cr maybe not even crazy at this point, but you know she's not exactly the, at this point, at the very least, you know she's not totally honest. So is there any part of you that's like, but wait, how do we know, know that like, Where's yep. your head in this? And then, and how are you talking to her about it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I told her, you know, right away and like, I'm not going to be the guy that, um, doesn't own up to this or doesn't, or like tries to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But when the child's born, we're going to take a paternity test. I need to know right. whether it's just for my own. Sure. She's like, absolutely not a problem at all. Okay. okay. Um, that was the weird things. Like she knew exactly the things like, again, like, she threw up so many red flags and people listening to this are going to think, well, I would have done this or it's so obviously mm -hmm. it's so obvious to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And I agree, but in hindsight, but of all the red flags she threw up, she did just enough to keep me at bay mm -hmm. and to, and to, to make things make sense. And I guess to the part of it is maybe just me was for sure me being naive, like mm -hmm. coming from my perspective, like you hear about people doing evil shit or just fucked yeah. up things to people. And it's like, but it, that's always the stuff you hear about. It doesn't really happen to you. Yeah. So it was me being naive. I should have honestly, that, that as soon as I got back from a camping trip, took a P test to her and say, do this in front of me now. Right. Right. Okay. But I understand why you wouldn't do that. That's extreme. Uh, but okay. So now you are dealing with the reality that you've gotten this woman. You don't really know pregnant and that she's going to have the child and you come back from your camping trip and now what does life look like for you with her so trying to 
trying to spend more time together, just build a relationship. Cause like you said, we didn't know each other that well. It had been maybe, maybe a month, mm-hmm. maybe a month and a half that we've been like kind of talking, hanging out. So at that point it was just, okay, let's give this another try. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for a serious relationship. It's one of the reasons I didn't want to pursue anything. And, but if we're going to have a kid together, I already have, I'm already a single parent. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I want to do it the right way. So let's give this a shot. And so, yeah, we just started hanging out, spending time together, um, trying to get a, to, to know each other a little bit. But again, like, man, I wish I was telling this story to you two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Just remember all the, the details and crazy things. But yeah, it was just flag after flag. Like I, um, again, she just, everything was a fight. So my, my, my last relationship, she would weaponize that against me out of her own insecurity. Like, you know, which I, I was going into that very aware that, Hey, like anybody that I'm going to be with, if I tell them I had like this great relationship, you know, they're going to be like, Oh, so you, what you wish she was still alive. And how do you answer that question? You know, like what's weird is that someone in that, like, say, you know, this, this new woman in your life who's saying, telling you that she's pregnant, that you're trying to start a relationship with or trying to maintain a relationship with, you know, it's, it's strange that that is the reaction instead of some kind of sympathy or understanding for you and your situation. You know, I mean, you were, you went through something extremely traumatic, which is obviously also, which we haven't mentioned, leaving you vulnerable in a number of ways, whether you realize it or not, your vulnerability to relationships in general is probably still very, it's still fresh what happened in your previous relationship. Your mind is probably all over the place as it is. And now this yeah. new thing's coming at you and she sounds like someone, whether she's crazy or not, she's very sort of authoritative and convincing with what she does put forth. And, you know, you're a little bit caught in the headlights and it's understandable, but you're saying she would talk about your previous relationship as if she was some kind of like unattainable standard again, that she was expected to live up to basically. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. And it was never a thing where I brought up my previous relationship. Mm. I made it a point to not bring it up, you know, like that's the So past. she's bringing it up entirely. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's very strange. She was very manipulative. She, she wanted to have power over me mm-hmm. and to, I don't know. I, I don't know what she wanted. I honestly, she just was very, this was just a whole, this is just a whole thing that she was into yeah okay so 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 then when does when do you start like obviously you're running into walls and stumbling blocks and all that but when do you start Mm -hmm. to really like hit the hit hit the wall that is inevitably coming with all this i'm gonna say this um that is there's a basically at the end of the story oh okay great okay keep going then yeah so as we're hanging out we're getting to know each other trying to make this work you know i'm i'm turning into like a a young sherlock holmes i'm just like looking at trying to pick up on all these clues these things that she's saying so i i looked at her and this isn't this is not that any of the things i found necessarily mean anything Mm -hmm. but they're just hinting at at things that she's lying about Mm -hmm. so for instance the family in miami i saw that she followed this, this mom, her mom and her sisters on social media, but none of them followed her back. Um, Uh, even though they were 
over the last like several years have been trying according to her build a relationship right right you would think at the very least you'd follow your biological daughter that you want to rekindle a relationship with on he's got a daughter yeah right she's got a daughter so keeping up to tabs with your granddaughter yeah um stuff like that um and uh yeah so just little things like that she told me you know her ex was a um a Marine and that he had cheated on her with her best friend. And she's like, my best friend, this girl, Hey, do you know this girl? She follows you on Instagram. I was like, no, I don't think I even follow her back. She follows me. She's like, well, be weary of her because leery, maybe the words is the right word. Leery or weary, leery Leary? or wary. Yeah. Wary of this person. My ex-boyfriend cheated on me with this person and that, and she used to be my, best friend so she's shady just uh-huh. stay away from her uh-huh. and I, to me i was like i don't care because i don't know this person anyway she just happens to follow yeah, who me. even yeah. is this person who gives a shit right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. same school kind of smaller community mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. um and then um whatever that her ex-boyfriend marine whatever apparently moved out like left her or whatever after all that so she's telling me she's got an ex-husband she's got a kid she's got a brother that's also from her biological parents, but he doesn't have a relationship with the parents, but he's also up here in Michigan somehow. And he's got two daughters. And so she would like send me pictures. She sent me pictures of, um, she went on like a family canoeing trip and it's her and her, it's her and in, in, in a canoe with her brother and like, cool, like sweet, have fun. Hope you're having fun, whatever. Yeah. And this gets to a point where it just is so toxic. Like she's, she's, um, and, and I apologize for jumping around. All no, over it's the place. okay. Yeah. Um, she's again, just a very toxic person, like, um, creating fights out of nothing. She got all pissed off and was accusing me of one of the things she would do is she liked to, she was a big hypocrite. So she would accuse me of basically things that she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, you're, not putting any effort into this relationship you feel like you're not even trying you're this is a one-way street and i at this point this is like every day it's something with this girl oh, wow. that i'm not doing that i'm that i'm not doing right and i'm just like hanging on by a thread and i kind of reach my lip and i'm like listen how is that so like i know your parents both your parents names i know your birthday your your daughter's birthday i know all this information about you what's what's my mom's name mm. what's my daughter's birthday like she's like I just basically threw it in her face with factual stuff, like how I'm actively trying to get to know you and do something here, do the right thing and, and be patient. Like, and, and, and granted this whole time, my understanding is that she's pregnant and she's hormonal and maybe the, the mood swings are due to that. Right. So I'm trying to be very, you know, um, patient of Mm -hmm. that and, Mm -hmm. and, um, acknowledge that and it's just not getting any better but at the same um, time you are noticing this weird shit like with her talking about her family they don't follow her back on instagram like what yeah are yeah. At, at this point are you thinking well what else is a lie or are you not going there yet yes and no okay. yes and no and okay. i'm trying to figure it out as i go right right I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure it out so for example i brought up the i brought so we talked about early kind of the trauma that I had come into the situation yeah. with. Yeah. Well, her trauma always trumped my trauma. Right. Okay. And so, um, when I brought up, Hey, like I just noticed, and I knew it was like, 
it was like walking on eggshells this entire time. Anything I talked about was like walking on eggshells. So I was like, hey, I noticed like your mom and sisters don't follow you. I just thought that was weird. She blew up yeah. on me how that's a big insecure point of her life, how I'm bringing up trauma as if I'm trying to do something hateful and in mm-hmm. spite of her. And I'm like, I'm just I'm finding all these little holes in your story and you your tactic of not having to um, be accountable or or provide answers is just to be mean and attack me. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of textbook. It's like she's kind of teaching you to not bring up certain things because you should know better because that's a sore spot for her. When in reality, it's like what you're doing is you're scratching at something that is a dishonesty that she's trying to spin to you that she doesn't want you asking about for other reasons, you know? And that's also interesting what you said about She's always telling you information about her own life, but she's never asking you about yours. That's interesting because if what she's saying is not true, it's almost like she was trying to clog the clog the pipes with her own bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is another tactic that is rather common. But yeah, uh, you're in the middle of it at the moment, so you probably don't know yeah. which way is up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to. do the right thing and be a good person you know i just don't know but it's like it's it's a very difficult very difficult person to deal with and so um uh yeah so we eventually decide to go to couples counseling and how far into this is where are we now like how long have you been seeing her how far into her pregnancy (laughs) this is about maybe Three months. Okay. Three months. So the end of the first trimester is now couples therapy, right? Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So it's going, it's going great. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's going great. And, oh man, I can't tell you, like I can just each day a little bit, a little bit of my life and joy just was getting sucked out. And like, it felt like my life was just being taken away from me. Like, and I'm trying to, so so anyways, so we start going a couple therapy, and she's like, she's bringing up, she's bringing up that, um, I've, she's worried, she's worried about me being alone with our child because I've done drugs in the past. And it's like, I smoked, Whoa. I used to smoke, I, I used to smoke weed. Like I still will every once in a while, but it's like, first of all, it's weed. Second of all, it's not like all the time or every day. And like, yeah. Um, and then like, it, it was, this is really funny The the, one of the first sessions with a, with a therapist or counselor or whatever, um, she's like, so any, any, um, what's your family background? Like any like trauma with the family background stuff. And I kind of tell my family background and she's like, no, not really. And I'm, mm. and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like if we're going to come here and yeah. it's supposed to be like a spot of honesty, like, let's be very clear. Like, because this has been a, this has been a big issue in our relationship right. is your trauma with yeah. your family. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but now you don't want to talk about it. And she's like, well, yeah, there is this thing. There is this, 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 but she tries to, she tries to act like it's nothing to the counselor, but. Right. Okay. Weird. Huge Weird. red flag, mind you. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. So we're doing this and we, we, we go maybe like three or four times. And eventually at this point, I'm like, listen, like I, I got to get out of this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, we're not compatible and that's okay. And I try, I'm trying to be very, um, 
nice about this. Like, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. We just aren't compatible yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. Let's do this co-parenting thing. I'm doing it. I have a really good relationship with my daughter's mom right mm-hmm. now. I'm capable of it. Let's just, let's just do that. Yeah. And she's act, you know, like blowing up my phone. Like I'm the worst person ever. How she, uh, yeah. um, is, it's really weird because she would like say the nastiest, meanest things to me about how I'm an awful person, how I'm an awful father now, how she's going to take me to court and all this stuff. But then follow, followed up with the text of, but I, but I, but I believe in the fathers being, um, having a 50, 50, I believe in father's rights and them having a 50, 50 share. So there's, I'm gonna, you're going to have 50% custody. So I'm like, pick one side of the, like, what side of the fence of this are you on? You're saying one thing. And then the next thing saying something completely different. So it was just weird. And, and she, one thing she kept doing, what, or one thing she claimed was that her adoptive father had passed away and left her a very significant inheritance. And so she would hang that over my head as if I cared, but she would like, I have a, yeah, good luck going to court against a million dollars. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I never even brought up court. Like I'm trying, I'm literally texting you saying everything's going to be fine. Right. And you're texting me saying I'm a piece of shit for saying everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so we're again for the second time, not together, just decided we're not going to be together and goes by for a few days. And next thing, or maybe, maybe about, maybe about a week. And, and then during this whole time, she would text me and say, Hey, how to check up about the baby. Just wanted to keep you updated, blah, blah, blah. Would say everything's fine mm-hmm. more or less, you know? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm struggling with right now. Like, yeah. In, and again, I understand it's, it's not possible to understand what you're going through, even though you're telling me and I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. What, like, what are your friends, what are other people in your life saying about your situation? What are, yeah. what are, what are, what is, what are your friends saying? They're honestly, they're just like, uh, uh, you know, very surprised. And so a handful of my close friends met her in person before we first, before we mm-hmm. said anything about being pregnant. Okay. And, you know, kind of like any new relationship, like, oh, cool. Yeah, she seems cool. Right. It's fine. Right. And then the pregnancy thing, like, seriously, like, okay, what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. I'm going to handle it. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to own up to it. And so, um, okay. <laughs> that, that's something, I guess, you know, I don't think they really knew how to. So, but if you're, did you tell your friends about what she was like? Like, did yes. you, okay. So then were any of them, what I'm really looking for is were any of them like, dude, something's up with this whole thing. Like, yeah. And I was, yeah. What, like, is anyone sounding the alarm? Like, the whole foundation of everything is, is something's off. Yeah. Well, I think, I think I, I was pick, I was, um, picking up on all of the, um, cues and, and bringing them to basically my friends weren't pointing out anything okay. that I wasn't aware of, Right. but they were kind of, basically I was most transparent with my, with my best friend. Um, and like, dude, I don't know. She's, she's being, she's acting this way. And he's like, dude, that I'm sorry. Like you're going to, you're going to get through this, yeah. just get through it and you'll figure it, you'll kind of figure it out as you go. Like he was just kind of be try, trying to be like, you know, moral support. And, but he, yeah, I mean, 
I was the one kind of sounding the alarms, I guess. And he was okay. kind of, am I, am I crazy for thinking all this thing right, or noticing, right, right, right. noticing that these things are strange right. and no, dude, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. nuts. So, um, yeah, it was, it was weird. And, and so through this whole time, like trying to try and when after trying to work on the relationship and then going to counseling, like, so I'd kept in touch with my previous relationships, parents, I had still had a really good relationship with them. And it's, this was so hard to do. I, I called, I called her mom and my, my, we'll say ex's mom. And I was like, Hey, I got something to tell you. And she's like, Oh my gosh, did you find someone? I'm so happy Aww. for you. And I'm like, and I'm like, kind of, sort of right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. told her and she's like, Oh my gosh, Bobby. And she's, you know, I think, you know, she's like, well, she just kind of laughed. She's like, well, you'll, you've done it before. You can do it again. Like I, you're going to be a great father. I, you know, so, um, told my mom, you know, to, and, and telling my friends was just, it was, diff, it was difficult. My mom was like, I could tell my mom was a little disappointed. Like, you know, she didn't know this person. I, um, and she wanted more for me, I think. And then I, the funniest was telling my daughter, she's 13 at the time. And I told her, Oh, so to back up, I, we decided we didn't want our kids to find out. So she, she had a daughter, I had a daughter and we didn't want them to find out that we were, ha we were pregnant before we hadn't met each other yet. We hadn't mm -hmm. met each other's kids. Mm -hmm. So we went out bowling one night, the four of us, and um, just to get to know each other, got introduced, but she didn't introduce her, her daughter to me as like her boyfriend or anything. Just, mm -hmm. I was, I was like a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, so a couple weeks later, I'm like, I need to tell, like, I'm not just going to tell, sorry, I need to tell my daughter this. I'm not going to say, guess what? I'm having a baby next week. Like, yeah, I need to, I yeah, need to yeah. tell and my daughter's like, the first thing she said, she's like, gross, you have sex. Like, it was just so funny because thinking about it, from yeah, yeah, her, yeah. her experience with me, she just doesn't see me with women like that. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Understandably. And, yeah. And so that was just funny. And I'm like, yeah, like, well, actually <laughs> only one time. And then, frankly, my daughter, I did pull out, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> actually two times, including you. Two times right. It was me. only twice. One time you're here. The second time. Well, we'll get into the details later. Yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, so, uh, then we're, you know, again, we're broken up. It's just, it's a whole toxic thing. It's, I'm, I'm just stressed the F out over everything. And I, and so we're taking a break and about a week and a half later, I get a text from an unknown number mm. and it's this really long text. Um, and it's from the air and it's from the area coach. She says that her adoptive family is from, so not the, my aunt, not her biological people from, oh, from okay. Miami, right, right, right. Yeah. her adoptive family here in Michigan. Mm. Cause they live like 45 minutes North and um, it's, Hey, this is, can't remember her name, but so-and-so I'm, should I say the girl's name or no? It's up to you. Not. It doesn't matter. It's um, totally up to you. You can not, you can leave it out. Yeah. Okay. I, it's easier to say it. So, Hey, I'm, I'm such and such. I'm mom. Mm -hmm. We're in the ER. She was acting really weird last night and, um, she was feeling some pain. She had a really bad headache and it was getting worse and worse. And we eventually just went to the ER. We got a scan. She found, we found out that she had a brain tumor and it needs to be removed. And I'm like, what? Like, is she okay? Like, is a baby okay? Like what's happening? What can I do? Can I come to the hospital? 
Now, this is during COVID. This is 2020. This is August of 2020. Okay, so right in the thick of COVID. Yeah. Okay. And so she's saying um, she's going to get, uh, sorry if I butcher the word, a cranium, craniomity? Cran- okay. Cran- uh, craniomania? The craniomania, that's the word. No, uh, I don't know. But she's getting yeah. a fucking brain tumor surgery. Brain surgery. <laughs> yes. While yeah. pregnant with your child. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I'm like, fuck? oh my God, like, and she, she said, I couldn't come visit because it was a two person max due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like her, a couple of her family members were there. Mm-hmm. My producer's <laughs> so, laughing. Sorry. I keep, he's, he's as he should, yeah, yeah, as yeah, he yeah, should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, so I'm like, what in the hell? So this is happens over a weekend. I'm checking in with her. She's, she's, she, she then she texts me text me the girl text me maybe the next day or something hey surgery went good i'm feeling okay just a little like lightheaded <laughs> wow dude hey just had a brain surgery I'm, I'm i'm doing all right actually it's weird but uh. listen i'm not a i'm not a doctor if you tell me you're pregnant and you're giving me a blood test i'm gonna believe if you tell me you had a craniomedy or you have brain surgery i have no reason i get it i get it but here's the thing and i you did have reasons, though. Just to be clear, uh, okay, she was right, being right. fucking crazy and weird, and you did have reasons to be like, let's do a fucking. Right. Can I? Were you ever like, can I come with you to the doctor, like the OBGYN? Like, was there anything? I mean, I'm sure you're going to get to all that, but like, yeah. Okay, okay, you'll get to it. Go, yes. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I, I know. I know. I'm missing pieces of the story. No, no, it's fine. So, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not please, wanting. Make sure you ask. I'm not wanting you to hurry up or anything. I just like. <laughs> I, I. I. There's a part of me where I'm like holy shit, like this guy's, no. she's telling so many fucking lies, right? Or at least yeah, shady things, confusing things that like, yeah. Yeah, so no, and I want you to keep asking me because some of these things have happened and I'm just skipping over them right. because I'm, everything's fucking right, right. Amazing. But yeah. no, like during, yeah, she had just coincidentally her OBGYN appointments were during these times we weren't together mm. and I, I think I was at work or something. I couldn't make it. Right. Ultimately, I couldn't make it. I wanted, I even though we weren't together, I still wanted to yeah, be there. I was okay. like, I want to be, a, I want to be a hundred percent involved. Right. It just, she would, whether she, whether it was coincidence or whatever it was. Again, this was three years ago, so I don't remember exactly why I couldn't make them. But mm-hmm. I think there was only like one or two that I couldn't, that she had that I couldn't, that occurred that I couldn't make. Right. I, okay. I don't. But same thing. I wanted to be involved. And yeah. Just couldn't. So. Um, yeah, so good, great question. But, um, yeah, so she is telling me she's in the hospital and I, I asked her like, Hey, can we FaceTime? Like, yeah, can we, yeah, yeah. Couldn't FaceTime. Like, I don't even, I can't even, or maybe we did FaceTime. You did FaceTime. Okay. And what was her head in a fucking bandage or what? So she shaved her entire side of her head. She had long hair. She had long hair, full head of hair. She shaved the entire side of her head and it was wrapped like wrapped in bandages, heavy bandages. Okay. So here I am thinking you're such a sucker, but in reality, she went for these fucking lies. Like she fucking was like, I, I, oh no, he wants to FaceTime. Give me a bandage. Okay. Hey. Oh, wow, dude. Okay. And so that's above and beyond. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, and so, to, but to take it even one further, I was, I'm still skeptical. I'm skeptical of the surgery. I am okay. skeptical. Still, even though the bandage and the shaving. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Hey, like, I've never seen brain surgery before. Like, can I see your staple? I was like, how is yeah. it sewn up? Is yeah. it stable? Like, she's like, she's like, um, uh, yeah, but well, next time I change my dressings, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Fair enough. And, and again, I'm thinking she's, Again, she's pregnant. So you I'm, are thinking, though, this is shady. This is too much. I'm not buying it. But things aren't adding up right, to me. Okay. I'm absolutely not convinced of anything. Okay. So you're not just a total rube, being like, "Oh my God, thank God she survived brain surgery." You're yes. you're believing what you have to to still be a good person on this earth, yeah. but you are super skeptical and trying to cautiously pin her down and get the truth. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That's it. Got That's it. it. And again, it's like walking on eggshells, trying to, trying to ask her about these holes or these. Cause she gets mad. She gets pissed yeah, right, off yeah, and, yeah. and, and then she comes back. So, so she gets back home from her, from the hospital apparently. And I go see her that night Okay. and I go to her house. The first time I've been to her house, she's got kind of, it's kind of, um, <laughs> It's, it, it needs some work and she's saying, oh, I'm in construct. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remodel the house right now. Okay. Um, don't go in like the whole bathroom. Like you can't go in the upstairs bathroom because it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's completely like the flooring's torn out. The bathtub's torn out. Everything's torn out. You can go in the, we were in the basement anyway. So right. it's not like, well, I'm going to go investigate yeah, the top yeah, stairs yeah, yeah. bathroom. I would me. have, but yes, I understand why you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, it, the thing is, is it. I think I did walk past it at some point and it, the doors maybe cracked and it was, um, it was messed up in there. So I think it was oh. under construction. Oh, okay. I don't think okay. it was, we'll get to that later, but yeah. I don't think it was a new thing. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so, uh, where was I? So I went over there. Yeah. And, post brain um, surgery. You were over there. She post says, brain surgery. House is a mess. Yeah. Okay. House is a mess. She's got like pictures, like just like put like leaned up against the wall. And I see pictures of her of her brother and her nieces and her and her daughter. And I'm like, okay, pictures cool. And, um, uh, and she's like, yeah, the doctor said, and she's, this is weird. It was like someone had flipped a switch Uh and I was talking to a different person. She was totally mellow. It was like, she was on some kind of drug or something. The brain surgery, the brain surgery changed her whole brain. Yeah. She said, she said this brain tumor, because of it, it impacted the frontal lobe. The doctor said it would, um, it could explain any mood swings, irrational or ir- irritable behavior that um, oh, dude, over the so last. She's really thinking this shit out. Wow, yeah. Yeah. she's like adding complications to either make it seem real or even who the fuck knows why. That's so wild. Wow. Okay. She's trying to keep me in. She's trying to keep. She keeps trying to reel me in every right. time. I'm like. Oh, like this just isn't going to work. She chums up first. First, yeah. she's pregnant. Now she's got a brain tumor. So now I'm dealing with someone who's got a traumatic childhood that she's, you know, I need to be sensitive around. She's pregnant. She's hormonal. She just had fucking brain surgery. <laughs> I can't be. Am I, am, I, am I just the worst person on earth? Just right. Like, I mean, there's a part honestly, of you, right, that that it's interesting because she's so, she's at in many ways, she's a terrible liar. But at the same time, she's like, if let's say she really did have a brain tumor, 
And let's say that was making her behave irrational and that's making her be mean and confrontational and all these things. And then all of a sudden you're, you're seeing her be kind, warm, patient. That almost, that almost turns it into a clean slate. Now it's believable again, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. She absolutely. got you, dude. That's good. <laughs> that is a good move. Dude, that, I got to hand it to her. The brain surgery thing is, that's fucking good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, this is the beginning, the end of September. I think, I think the whole brain surgery thing happened in September. And, and so, how many um, months into the pregnancy is this? So, she told me she was pregnant the weekend of the, I want to say the 4th of july okay so july august september yeah. sorry if i'm mixing up the timeline no, it's fine, but, but it's, what i'm what i'm getting at is pregnancy shows so like what right. what's going on there and that's another again i i she wasn't like she wasn't overweight by any means uh-huh. but she wasn't like super skinny she had like somewhat of a stomach okay. i guess you'd yeah. say yeah. and it was hard to tell like at three months, I don't know what someone's supposed to show. I, everybody's very kind of little. Different. Yeah, it could be it could be almost nothing at three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's telling me, and I brought it up. I'm like, you really don't seem to be showing too much. Okay. And again, this is me tr- trying to fish the answers. Yeah. So you're not clarity. just being like, oh, interesting. You're not showing. You're like, you're thinking, is there even a baby in there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 And she's like, well, yeah, um, but she's like, I've had I've had one, so um, you. She's like, I've always heard that um, she told me the more babies you have, like the less, sometimes you show less a- after the first one. Fair enough. But I mean, Again, as, month, as months go on, you're going to show, see. you're going to show yeah. if you're eight months pregnant, you're going to notice, you know, I mean, you yeah. hear stories, dude, I, I dated this girl once. I, she told me her mom gave birth to her and it, when she broke, her water broke, she still didn't even know she was pregnant. And I, and this woman, the woman that I dated was before you ask, like, was her mother obese or whatever? Like she was tiny. This woman was like five feet tall, skinny as a rail. And she said, so was her mother. So look, maybe it's really possible that some people can be pregnant all the way to full term and not show, but that is extremely, obviously very like fishy. Yeah. 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 So um we're so now we're at this place where i'm like okay she's got this brain tumor out maybe things will change i'm feeling yeah this is great dude you got your brain fixed now it's gonna be great yeah <laughs> i'm trying to make this and i'm trying to turn this thing into a positive if i can like sure, i guess i'm yeah. trying to yeah and again like to the outside people it's gonna sound so ridiculous yeah. but you had like it's different being in the scenario and in the situation and also like trust me all the questions that people are thinking why didn't you ask her this why don't you do this i i likely did ask all those questions right. and she ha- she just was able to come up with just a good enough answer to again just keep me at bay not convince me necessarily but to just push it up move it along move it along keep you and, from and, not being like you're a fucking liar i'm out bye yeah. yeah all right okay and mind you mind you my whole plan is i'm getting a, preg- uh, a paternity test right away as yeah. soon as possible anyway yeah. so right. we're good um so during all this, like, again, I was living, um, I was living with a family friend mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well I can't be living in my friend's sure. basement. Yeah. Um, 
So, and I was planning on buying another house, but I just wasn't in a huge hurry uh-huh. to do so. Uh-huh. Now I'm in a hurry to do yeah. so. I'm like, um, so I, I bought a condo. I bought a, I, I bought a condo so that I'd have a nice place from me and my child and my daughter. And, and so, I mean, that's a big thing. Like that's a big purchase. Bro, you, you know? bought a fucking home to accommodate yeah. your growing family. Yes. That is the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like, you, the only thing so. bigger than that is like buying an island for your family, you know, yeah. like buying a home is that's the biggest purchase there is. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So we're, so, okay. So we're taking another stab at a relationship. So yeah, brain, tumor, brain tumor's and, and, gone, new woman, yeah. new life. Future yeah. is bright. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say after the brain, after the brain tumor got removed, things did improve. Right. They right. got better. Yeah. Um, Great. Uh, for the most part, there were still some hiccups, but for the most part, it was better. So mm-hmm. now we're approaching Halloween. My friends are the same best friend. I was kind of sharing all these details with He's throwing a Halloween party. So she's like, Hey, let's, or I was like, Hey, do you want to go to this with me? It'll be like kind of one of our first times doing something as a, a couple. Right. Yeah. You've been kind of um, sheltered unto yourselves thus far yeah. because of circumstances and whatnot, especially because it's COVID, right? So, but yeah. now you're going to finally be out in the world as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we go to this Halloween party, we dress up, she's Cher, I'm Sonny Bono. Mm-hmm. Like we, we did the whole thing cool. and like, um, uh, we, the next day I, first time I've posted on social media, anything about her, mm-hmm. posted a picture of us on my Instagram mm-hmm. and so that was a Sunday. So the party was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I posted the picture on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Monday morning, lo and behold, this friend that she told me to be wary of DMs me on Instagram and says, hey, are you are you dating Valerie? Yeah. And I said, well, you could say that. You're right, yeah. And, and, I'm, and, and <laughs> ironically, I'm thinking this girl that's, messaging me is the one i need to be cautious of. right right well yeah okay yeah right you've been warned about her yeah yeah because she's probably trying to sleep with me or right, can, right, get right. inside of my relationship and right. i'm trying to fix this thing so yeah and i'm like i'm like yeah you could say that why do you ask and she's like well you know she's married right and, and i'm like well she told me she was married yeah and now she's not and she's like no she's definitely still married dude and I'm like, what? Uh-huh. And and she's like, yeah, she's got three kids. Three and I was kids. like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She told me she had one. Right. And she's like, yeah, she's lying, dude. She's 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 done this before. She's and I'm like, she's told she's told another guy that she. Yeah. What did she mean? Lied she's- about me. She's done. So this. she's, she said, I was, I can't remember how this got brought up, but, um, I think I'm, I'm messaging back and forth with this yeah. girl and I'm like, she, I'm like, she's, she, I told her, I think that she's pregnant. Yes. And she's like, dude, she's told another dude. She's faked a, a pregnancy with another dude. Just so you know, she's lied about being married. I was the last, I used to be best friends with this girl. The last time I was at her house, 
she told two of her daughters to call her Aunt Valerie. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to check with Valerie at first. Like, I'm just going to ask her, bring this up. Like, okay, right. and I knew that I knew this was going to be a whole right. issue. Cause she already been those, warned about her. I mean, she yeah. set that up kind of as best as she could, you know, if yeah. she knows that person can blow up her whole cover, she warns yep. you about her ahead of time and says, she's just going to try to sabotage my relationship with whoever I end up with one. Yeah. Okay. So then, so then you go to Valerie. So I, I call her, I'm at work. This is like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm at work. I'm at the office and she, and I call her, I'm like, yo, like I got these messages. I'm assuming that this girl is just trying to fuck with me, but I don't know. Like, she's like, yeah, she's lying about it. And then, she, and then this, this person, um, started sending me pictures and, um, sent me her husband's contact information and her Valerie's husband, husband's contact information. Valerie's husband. Oh boy. Okay. Yes asked that she she this other her friend this this person messaged got in contact with valerie's husband and asked him to reach out to me and so um i'm talking to him, he's like dude yeah we're married we've got three kids she's done this before and i'm like are you fucking kidding me so then i call her again and i'm like yo i just talked to your husband yeah you need yeah. to tell me the truth yeah right now yeah she's still she's still holding on to the fact that she's not married they're not together anymore and okay. i mean she's lying. got the biggest balls in the world so yeah she okay so wait the the friend that she warned you about yeah got in touch with valerie's husband yep and valerie's husband said put me in touch with you to the friend the friend, the friend told Valerie's husband, you should contact this guy. Oh, okay. And then the husband reached out to you. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and he's like, listen, oh, go ahead. Yeah. He yeah. says, he says, yes, I'm her husband. Okay. Yeah. So he said, I'm her husband. We have three kids. Mm -hmm. She's not pregnant because she got a hysterectomy after her last pregnancy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. And so I'm okay at this point, I don't know what I'm in a whole mind. Fuck. I'm in a whole mind. Fuck. Like why would he, he would have zero reason to lie to me other than, other than, um, damage control, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, maybe, um, she's, if she lied about all this, she went so fucking deep. She let me tell my family, my daughter, she let me buy a home. Mm -hmm. She faked a brain tumor. What's more crazy, him lying to me or her? Like, I didn't know what to think. So I'm, and I'm like, do you have like, have, do you have proof? Just, just for my, just for, to ease my mind, you have proof. And he's like, well, I didn't, he's like, I obviously don't have like, I don't have any documentation. Maybe I can find like a, a receipt or something, but no, this was like years ago. Yeah, like we right. had our last child like four years ago. Like, um, no. So, um, and he's like, dude, this happened. He's like, the first time this happened, get this. He's like, I was out of state visiting my father who had a brain tumor and was going to oh die. Oh my God. The brain tumor comes back. <laughs> the brain tumor comes back. So his dad, who lived out of who lived in Indiana, he was there visiting him while he was very sick with an actual brain tumor. Right. And she she started cheating on him. Valerie started cheating on her husband then with a different guy. Oh wow. And created a fake pregnancy. Eventually down the road, 
told him she she broke it off with him and had the baby and said i don't want you involved in the baby's life at all this guy's was in distress has he asked his sister to go to their house this is we'll call him victim number one okay yes yes john doe number one (laughs) yeah (laughs) victim number one sister went to their house and said, listen, like, I don't know what's going on, but my brother has a baby with this, with, with Valerie. And I'm just here to give, she won't let him be a part of the life. I'm just here to give some, some, like some things for the baby to help contribute. And her husband's like, I'm her husband. She didn't have a baby. Like there's no baby here. And so that's how he found out. That's how he found out. And he sent me, he sent me the screenshots of his conversation with this sister. So like to back up that, oh. yes, Valerie's done this before. And how long ago had she done it the first time? This was, a, this was I think, a year or maybe a year prior to so me talking to her. Recently, like very recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What mental illness is this? Yeah, so I, I don't know. So she... um. So there I am. I'm talking, I'm, I'm out. I had to go outside of work. Cause I was like, I had to vent and I'm like, you are lying. Like I'm yeah. talking to your husband. I know that yeah. I have the facts now you are effing lying yeah. about this. Yeah. She's yeah. like, no, I'm not like, I'm not like we're married, but we're not together. She finally admitted that they weren't together, but they were technically married. Um, she admitted that she did have three kids would not, could not give me any, I don't, well, why did you lie yeah, about why that? Why lie about that? It's like, I don't know. She's, she's just sick. She's just sick. And so I was like, no, like we're, we're calling on a three-way call with, with your husband nice. tonight. So I get out of work, went to my buddy's house and put it on speaker. And I was talking him, um, her Valerie and her husband on the same phone speaker. And I'm like, I want to know right now. I want to know the truth. What is going on? And she's like, yes, I am married. Yes, I have three kids. She's, and I was like, are you pregnant? And he's like, no, she's not pregnant, dude. And she's like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm only talking to you about this in person because he's making me say things that I don't want to say. And I'm like, listen, you're cut. Like you're caught in a lie and you're so far deep. You're so in denial. Like, I think you actually believe right, the things that you're saying yeah, yeah. and you, I don't, I don't want to hear from you again. Don't reach out to me. Don't, don't come near me or my family hung up the phone. I blocked her on everything. She started, she kept trying to like email me stuff still after the fact about like, Hey, I still, I, I know you're upset with me, but we still need to figure out what's going on with the parenting, with the parenting Whoa. stuff. She's still going in on this. And, um, um, and finally I, so, and then I was like, okay, well, I got to block her email too now. Apparently, So I, bl- I blocked her on everything, dude. And, um, I found out that she used to be, I don't know how far in the past, but she used to be an inpatient at a mental health facility, oh. a local mental health facility. So, um, again, I found out, yeah, that she had done this before that she had cheated several times. And the day, the day after that we had the, the, um, the phone call with her and her husband, I get a, t- I get a message from him, an uh, Instagram direct message saying, Hey, I just found out that Valerie lied to me about getting the hysterectomy. I don't want anything to do with this. I want, don't want to be involved at all. This is your problem to deal with. Please don't contact me ever again. And I had his phone number too. So I'm oh, like, what the fuck? Dude. I tried to, 
I tried to message him back and it wouldn't go through. Like he, he blocked me. Mm-hmm. He blocked me. I texted him or called him later on in the day. And he's like, that wasn't me. dude." Yeah. Like she, she took my phone and did that. And I'm like, she will not effing quit. Dude, so but what is that? I'm sorry. You don't know the answer to this, but why is this husband still with this woman? She's a, so, she's yeah, a I think, disaster. I think like, yeah, she's, I, I told him while I was still on the phone with all, with, with both of them, I was like, listen, dude, like if you want to go, if you like, you need to get, you need to get this person out of your life. I will help. I will testify in court if yeah. you need me to, like, yeah. because like as much as I don't want to be involved, this is such, she's such an evil person yeah. and it's just going to happen again. Um, and like I, that, so but yeah, he, he had briefly told me the previous day when we were messaging back and forth. Like, I don't know. I think like financially, you know, it was going to, mm. he's in financial ruins, you know, yeah. you leave her and then there's divorce and like divorce gets messy. So I don't know. I, I don't know. But yeah, he, I think it, I think he was as almost as lost as I am. And mm. man, I cannot tell you a, I don't know how to compare that, like compare this to another scenario, but it felt like someone gave me my life back. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like I was going to prison for 18 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And then somebody all of a sudden, dude, you're not going anymore. And I'm dude, it was, Oh, just a sigh of relief. It's and, fun, yeah. It's funny. Every time I go through something where I think I lost something extremely valuable, uh, I think something terrible happened, but it didn't. I, the moment of elation that comes with the realization that I didn't lose that thing or the terrible thing didn't happen. I'm almost grateful for having been convinced the terrible thing was upon me because now I have this elation that is totally yeah. undeserved and unwarranted. The truth is yeah. there was nothing all along. I don't, Yeah, my elation is almost like for nothing, but like I still feel it and it is still valid because I feel it. And so yeah. you went through it's not just the experience that you went through that was horrible. It was what the experience implied about your near and medium term future, which was that it yeah. was going to be terrible for a long, long time, <laughs> yeah. probably the rest of your life, because, you know, obviously children grow up, but like you're always tied to whoever you're, you parent, child, you, you know, you birth a child with, right? Uh, but yeah, wow, dude. Okay. So is, is there any like, for like where does it where does it even end with her and you and i just want to make one comment yeah. to, to tailcoat that is i think part of that um that gratitude in any ways from my experience was getting um getting a the uh, uh pre-crisis life back just like my normal life it's like holy shit without all that stress yeah my life is so good. Like I'm so grateful yeah. just to have a normal life, you know? So I think that's part of the gratitude. And totally. I, so, so to that degree, it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm just so happy that I just get to exist and be <laughs> happy and not have a toxic person in my life. Like yeah. that is so nice. Like yeah. life is great. Can't ask for anything more. So, yeah. um, yeah, honestly, like I pretty, again, I spent, it was a, I was in a mind fuck for probably a good week. Like I'm just thinking all these things and all of a sudden they're just, I found out they're all not true. So I was, I felt like it's, it was really weird. It was like, I wasn't dizzy, but it was like, I didn't know up from down. It was weird, man. I was like a little out of touch with reality Mm -hmm. for about a week Mm -hmm. until I accepted what happened and 
digested it and um, kind of started to try to just move on from it. But it was, it was weird for like a solid week and like, but also like still like just anxious, like not knowing, just not knowing what else could have been, what else could or couldn't have been true. Mm-hmm. Um, could she come after me legally somehow, some way that I'm not thinking of that I'm not, you know, even be taking into consideration or could she come at me some, some other, is she going to attack me? Like this is right. an evil person. Right. Well, you're also thinking, you know, it's not just evil. It's, it's, it's the unhinged nature of the behavior leads yeah. one to believe that any, anything is possible. You know, it's possible that any, this person is capable of anything. Not that you assume she's going to be violent or something, but that's on the yeah. table. Exactly. You know, when someone yeah. is that irrational, that unhinged, anything is possible because trying, trying to get inside their head is not possible. So that means anything's in play. Yeah. 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 And, um, it's funny about a week later, I'm taking a shower, I'm at my new condo Mm -hmm. I'm taking a shower and I'm mid suds, right? I'm Mm -hmm. all, I'm all sudded up and all of a sudden my fire alarm start, start going off. Uh And immediately my first thought is this bitch just threw something through my window, like a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're you're getting burnt down by this woman. So I, I jumped out of the shower. I'm, naked covered in soap and i'm just doing a perimeter check and all good it was just the steam from the shower it's all it was dude all you had a number done on your mind yeah you just like the fire alarm yeah. goes off you run out of the shower naked looking for the perp yeah yeah so yeah i i i there was there was not much of the story after that i mean i i just tried to put it behind me as far and did she go up. away like did she okay yeah yeah, she stayed away from me. It's funny. I haven't run into her. I mean, we don't live in a crazy small town, but I mean, Grand Rapids, Michigan, it's suburbs of Grand Rapids. So right. it's, I figured I, I didn't ever run into her, but I did see her about oh. maybe three months ago at a, at a, the local uh, grocery store. And, but it was in the parking lot and I could, she, she was getting into her car and I was driving with my, I have a fiance now. I oh, found good. a wonderful woman, yeah. amazing person. Um, and me and her are in our car driving. And I just, um, I just ignored her. I didn't, I didn't even give her, I didn't look at her. I didn't do anything, but I could tell she stared me down as I walked, as oh, I drove past. Wow, yeah. And I'm like, you are probably just living this miserable life and I've moved on. And I'm so thankful that I have nothing to do with you well, anymore dude, god only knows god only knows what kind of bullshit she's spewing at someone else right now about something else exactly. who even knows who knows exactly also I, though to a degree it's like look obviously what she did is so fucked up to you and her husband and her kids to a degree it's fucked up all yeah. around but there's also obviously something in terms of mental illness going on with this person yeah, and sure. the fact that she's just out in the world is bad yeah. Unless she's medicated now, which it doesn't sound like she is. But like, let's say there's a version of the world where she could exist in the world normally and get by sort of like abiding by the social contracts we all live by, abide by, uh, mm-hmm. if she was just medicated, you know? Like yeah. there are ways for people like that to live in the world. And when they can't, when there are no ways, when those ways are exhausted and attempted and, and they don't work out, then, you, you know, you actually kind of got to put them somewhere. Otherwise, there are liabilities, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. but you know, 
I think to all the single men out there, avoid Grand Rapids, Michigan is what it sounds like because she's still <laughs> yes, roaming the streets. Yeah. They had a Grand Rapids. Yeah. It's funny. I was trying to pull up some of the history on this. So I went back into my Instagram and mm. went way down, found a, found the old like, uh, chain I had with her and I have her blocked now, but I could still see her picture. She's still doing, maybe she's not doing this to men, but she's still putting on a fake persona because she's got a picture that's not her. Oh, wow. So she's, she's not medicated. Let's put it that way. Uh, So if you have any like screenshots or anything, send them our way. If you're willing to share that information, obviously. Uh, But Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm happy you're out the other side of this. Uh, you know, when I first saw, I don't see them all, but you know, when, when we're going through the submissions about which ones are going to make the cut, I saw yours and I, I'll be honest. I just thought this guy's a fucking idiot, but yeah, you know, you're not obviously, you know, you're not, but like it, it in real life, the way these things play out, real life is messy. Real life is confusing. Real life is you want to be a certain way in the world. And a lot of us want to be good people in the world. And we act accordingly. We try to match that in terms of our behavior, but like, you know, fuck man, trying to be a good, trying to be a good person really can get you into such deep shit. Yeah. 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 Hindsight 2020. I would have done things, you know, a lot different now, but you know, it is what it is. She, she got me, but, uh, I'm happy I'm on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. Me too, man. Well, good for you. Ultimately, I mean, I'm happy you. Sounds like you're in a really good place now with your fiance. That's great to hear. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, she's got no brain surgeries on the horizon or anything like that. You got to be aware <laughs> of. Um, but yeah, that's great. Uh, I love a happy ending, and I'm glad you you found yours. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Really appreciate you having me on. It was gl- great to meet you. I've I've been listening to to life. Uh, lifeline for a while now so Great. big fan and and uh yeah thanks for having me really yeah, appreciate man. it thank you bobby uh take care i'll talk to you soon i hope all righty thanks man